0: Welcome to Recover and Thrive with Dr. Bob King and co-host Cindy Hall. In this program, we explain how diet, lifestyle, fitness, and faith come together to heal our bodies as well as our souls. There are only a few key building blocks to good health, and if you focus on each one, you should be on the way to feeling your best. Now, here is Dr. King. Hello,
1: listener, and thanks for joining us again for Recover and Thrive. This is Dr. Bob King. And Cindy Hall. Well, having discussed in a previous session that nutrition is an unavoidable law of health, we need to discuss what we can eat. The following material is drawn from the Natural Remedies Encyclopedia, edited by Vance Farrell and Harold Shireen. He's an MD. I do recommend that book. It is... uh, it's very useful on many levels. It, I use it often, and uh, even early in training, I've found it just really interesting. It does come in very handy. All right, and so we'll discuss today fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts and seeds, fats, sweeteners, and other nutrients, such as vitamins and minerals. Well, let's get into it the the fruits, the more natural the fruit, the better.
2: What do you now, mean by natural, Dr. Bob?
1: <laughs> well, obviously you don't want to eat the plastic. Uh, That's true. Food, it did come to mind. Also, you have the uh, genetically modified organisms. Um, but also uh, the, uh, the crosses, such as the nectarine, um they are nutritious, but there is some question about whether or not the those crosses are recognized, or at least how those crosses are recognized as food in the body. Oh, okay. Because the body may or may not uh, just completely recognize it. And of course the farther away you get from from what originally was was here, then the more likely there something is going to mismatch uh, that is between the food and the body. Okay. So uh, now raw fruits and vegetables are better than cooked ones, although um, some find that a little cooking is necessary. Store-bought canned goods are even less nutritious. But they're tasty. Well, yeah. I guess so's is candy, isn't it? Yeah. Yummy. Well, it should go without saying, but you wash the fruit before eating it. Of course, you don't know who's handled it. But, of course, there are other things like pesticides on it. And Would you suggest washing
2: it with just plain water, or is there a solution you can use?
1: The solutions uh, help is in... Uh, many people's estimation but you do want to just make sure you wash it with good water at least and use some form of brush okay then uh, you do not want to eat melons cantaloupes and watermelons with other foods you want to eat them alone
2: you mean but- whenever we were kids and we would eat the, we'd all have this picnic and we would eat watermelon and and a cookout with our hamburgers and so forth that was not a good idea
1: (laughs) well if you're a kid you might be able to get away with it but uh, people with more delicate digestive systems will suffer some fermentation Mm. As the melons cantaloupes and watermelons are almost all sugar and so that's why they're so yummy yeah they pass through the digestive tract fairly quickly and that does not give the uh, the yeasts and the bacteria in the stomach much time to um, start fermenting them. Mm. But if you eat something else, like a meat uh, or a bread, uh, or particularly cheese, then the time in the stomach is going to be extended way out. And so within, say, about half an hour to an hour, you'll start noticing a lot of gas. Oh, it's not an allergy, it's just a bad food combination. Okay,
2: so don't do that.
1: Yeah, don't do that. So always soak dried fruit, the prunes, apricots, et cetera, before eating them. Not that I always do, but it is recommended <laughs> to do. It. Now, then you don't want to be eating sulfured fruit. It may be nice and golden and pretty, but the sulfur is not good inside of you Uh, One of the problems is that uh, sulfur is very strongly acidic and it will hold the body in an acid condition uh, for a long time. And of course, sulfur can be retained in the body. I can notice that uh, in many people's eyes, there is a yellow and orange color in the iris Mm -hmm. that it's telling me they've eaten a lot of sulfur.
2: Oh, well, how do you know when you got sulfur in your fruit? Well, this would be dried
1: fruit. Oh, okay. Read the label. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, read it. it. Reading's good. (laughs) All right, now, for the vegetables, I'll start with juicing. Now, the best in the juices is raw vegetable juice made from carrots, some beets, and possibly some celery. This is made in a vegetable juicing machine. The champion juicers are pretty good. Now, you can use a blender, but you'll have to use some way of uh, squeezing the pulp or the juice out of the pulp. And so, press cloth and some form of uh, a press is necessary. A juicer is one of the most valuable appliances you can buy. Use it every day. The juice, is is the best is best drunk fresh within a couple of minutes of making it but when you know that you're going to be away from home that day make it in the morning and drink it later as part of a, a sack lunch
2: mm, okay well i know that you like to have carrots and apples together sure. so yeah, that's carrots, a good combination
1: yeah that one does work
2: okay
1: it it is a fruit and a vegetable but it still works together
2: Okay, why is that? Would that be
1: because the carrots are, have a lot of sugar in them? The uh, carrots do are a sugary uh, starch. And the apples, uh, I do use the green apples, which are more sour. And so they do digest better with the vegetable than the sweet apples. Mm, okay. However, uh, it has been worked out for many years that carrots and apples work very well and together in a juice form, not carrots and apples, but as juice. They work well together in treating degenerative diseases, such as cancer. It's not the only thing you use, but it does help a lot. Okay. Okay, also good is the green drink. This is a pineapple juice with some greens just whizzed in and made in a a food blender now pineapple juice i'm not talking about stuff you buy in the store this is pineapple that is juiced
2: you mean you have to work at it
1: well there is work to do yes yes there is sorry Sorry about that (laughs) and some people's digestive systems cannot tolerate a diet with totally raw vegetables i understand that um ulcerative colitis would be one case yeah but each must do what works best for him. Now, it is recommended that you filter this, uh, this fiber out before uh, drinking the juice. You'd think, oh, but you're losing all that fiber. Well, vegetable fiber and fruit fiber are digestible. But when you're sick, they require a lot of vital energy out of the body to digest. Mm-hmm. And so it's it is better to just not do that. And so then, you eat. Uh, let's see, raw eat largely raw vegetables with possibly some steamed, and then uh, cook with minimum water. Now, never pour off the vegetable water. So there when is- you steam your
2: vegetables in a, in a steamer. Then you would retain that water that,
1: uh, when the vegetables are are cooked. Yeah, it's recommended that you do. Is the more nutrition or there is more nutrition in the water that's used to cook the vegetables than in the vegetables themselves. I see. It just gets extracted. Mm. Now, beets, potatoes, and squash are excellent foods. Um, So, obviously, you cut out the eyes of the potatoes. Um, Now, potatoes can be inflammatory so you would have to rotate those in the diet more than you would some of the other vegetables the okay. green yep and then moved to the greens they're really outstanding but uh, spinach is higher in oxalic acid than most
2: okay what so does the oxalic
1: acid do it ties up the calcium and so oh. you want to avoid that okay then you enjoy the broccoli, Brussels sprouts, celery, kale, collards, beans, beet greens, turnip greens, mustard greens, and some lettuce. Oh, these green, are green greens. Yeah, greens. green greens. Got it, greens. You know, the deeper the, the, deeper the <laughs> greens, the more vitamins and minerals it has. So, by the way, rhubarb, it's very high in oxalic acid. It's just not recommended that you would eat it.
2: Oh, but it's so good in a cobbler or a pie.
1: No, yeah, you don't. Who needs bones?
2: Oh yeah, well.
1: So then, okay,
2: can you eat it in moderation?
1: Well, about like you would candy. Ah, oh, you to say that? Just a price to pay. Okay. Know, fiber, fiber is very important in your diet for the bowels and for the arteries. It can protect you from intestinal problems and heart disease. Now, oat bran is best, and whole grains and other you know, vegetable and fruit refuge is very helpful. It's just that juicing is a special case. Okay. All and right. so, now, we would uh, ask you to uh, uh, consider visiting our website at hungrykidsinternational.org and consider partnering partnering with us in our ministry to the people in northern Coahuila, Mexico. We uh, We have a benevolence ministry, and we'd like for you to look into it. Now ahead, we've got grains and some nuts and seeds, fats and oils and things like that. So stay with us. Okay. Well, we
2: would like your, your questions, and you can email us at Dr. Bob at Hungry Kids International. That's dr.bob at Hungry Kids International. We'd love to answer your questions. Give us feedback.
3: Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids
4: International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Ninos del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at hungrykidsinternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. When a loved one is aging, family, friends, and caregiving supporters may have a lot of questions and be looking for the answers and guidance they need to take the next step. On Aging Life Network, host Nancy Oriola. Talks to professionals such as doctors, lawyers, authors, and other experts related to the field of aging. You'll learn more and, more importantly, reduce stress on yourself and your loved ones. Tune in every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Well, welcome
1: back, everybody. Welcome back. We were discussing the foods that we can eat and so, um, now let's talk about some grains. Uh, you'd want to eat only the whole grain. Uh, this includes the whole grain cereals and breads. Um, you do not want to be eating the processed grains, such as the white flour products. Even though they, and many, many people experience better digestion out of them, there's still glue and mm-hmm. they will lead to bowel problems uh, also the uh, the more divergent the grain is from whole grain the more likely you'll have problems with gluten and so the many people that have a gluten intolerance or gluten allergy they got it from eating white flour and so It is possible to unwind it, but uh, you'd have to uh, do a more extensive cleansing. And that's that's a long story. Yeah. So if you can eat wheat, and many people cannot, make a uh, zwiebek, that is a twice-baked bread, out of it. That is, place the, the slices of bread... In an oven and toast them until they're firm, but not rock hard. You do need your teeth.
2: Yeah, you don't want to break your teeth.
1: This, you know, this process dextrinizes the starch, and renders it more digestible. Okay, you know, what I, do you I mean do by this? That? Well, the the heat will take the starch, break it down, and uh, bring it closer to the the dimers of glucose that are called dextrin
2: Mm.
1: and just make the bread a lot easier to digest. Okay. Uh, Of course, you do want to be chewing. Yes. Avoid the toasted wheat germ. It tastes good, but the oils are made rancid by the toasting process.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Raw wheat germ should be stored in the refrigerator at the health food store or in your own refrigerator when you arrive at home it should always smell very fresh the oats are one of the best grains rye millet and buckwheat are also if you're out on the road and want to have some grain with you which is easily obtained and can be eaten as it is and is very nourishing we recommend cheerios They're good for your heart? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, even though they make health claims, you still recommend it. (laughs) Make sure that it was recently purchased. You want it relatively fresh. And many people are allergic to wheat and products made with wheat. So you'd want to look into some of the other grains. Okay. Now you're better off having a varied diet rather than just rice. Uh, That is, when you're eating rice, many people do every day, every day, every day. But if it's possible, eat rice, but other things. And that would be brown rice. White rice, by brown, I do mean whole grain rice. There is a polished rice that's still brown. That doesn't count.
2: Oh. But uh,
1: the, uh, the whole grain rice has... A great deal more nutrition in it than the polished rice. Because polished rice is candy. It is mostly just starch and sugar.
2: Hmm.
1: You'll want to chew each bite of the grain product very well before swallowing. You'll know that you have swallowed, or excuse me, have uh, chewed it well enough when it starts softening and becoming a liquid digestion of starches begins in the mouth and i'd have to say that it stops when you swallow it until it exits the stomach and goes into the small intestine and depending on what else you have eaten that can be hours mm. and so again that's an opportunity for whatever uh, yeast or uh, or fungus in the system to start to uh, fermentation and that never ends well no it doesn't all right so let's go to nuts and seeds the nuts and seeds that you eat should be fresh rancid oil and decaying protein are not good for you And roasting of the seeds and the nuts does rancidify oil i know they taste better but uh, then again you want to eat something that your body can use. Now, nuts, seeds, and nut butters, seed butters, and peanut butter are very rich in protein and should only be eaten sparingly. Hmm.
2: So why would you eat them sparingly?
1: Well, if you eat a whole lot of them, you're putting a a load on your digestive system. I see. Okay. And... Keep in mind that even though you're gaining energy from the food, you are having to use uh, vital stored energy from your body in order to digest the food before you can get any nourishment out of it. And so if you you eat too much or put too much of a burden on your body to uh, digest that food, then... It's going to weaken you, make you sick, and the body will have a choice of whether to go ahead and digest the food or conserve its energy by rejecting the food. Oh. And just passing it out, mostly unre- undigested.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, This often happens with cancer patients.
2: Yeah.
1: That is, the, the family goes, oh, you need to eat. It has long been noticed that... Uh, Cancer patients lose weight, but the more they eat, the faster they lose weight,
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: this would be why. You have to be careful on how you do it. Eat very nourishing food, and then only as much as you can digest at the time. Now, most commercial peanut butter has the peanut oil removed. I don't know that that's true anymore, but uh, at least in the stores I shop in. But I do know that it used to be very common that the peanut oils removed, cheap oils are put in its place, and these oils are generally hydrogenated. And that's even more dangerous. Why would that be more dangerous? Well, it's because the, the hydrogenated oil is not uh, natural. It has okay. has been catalytically changed to where the hydrogen has been used to saturate previously unsaturated positions in the oil they do this so that it'll harden it okay it's at room temperature it's it's solid so it makes it easier for us to eat when they do it that
2: way but, but it's makes, not makes good it makes it
1: easier us. to store and it also spreads better mm-hmm. but uh, oh let's see Never use peanut butter which does not have floating oil on the top and does not smell fresh. So, yeah. Now, to the fats, according to your body's needs, use a little or no added oil. You don't really need all that much, but you do need some. You get vitamin F from the unsaturated fatty acids, and the best sources of these are flaxseed oil or wheat germ oil. Now, the flaxseed oil and wheat germ oil are also high in omega-3 fatty acids, which you definitely need. Now, I'll stop here and and say that for the men with prostate problems, the flaxseed oil and wheat germ oil are very good for you. They will help you a lot. Now the saw palmetto is indicated for prostate problems, and it does help. And it's also good to combine it this in the regimen, not necessarily at the same time, but on the same day, about a teaspoonful of flaxseed oil. That works really good. So what would you put it in? Would you just put it in your
2: food, or would you drink it like that? You
1: can put it on top of your food, and that's fine. You can put it on some bread or something. Okay. That would work fine. Now, you don't want to use cottonseed oil, and uh, safflower oil is not nearly as good as some people believe. Mm. Now, for a sweetening, your sweetening should be done with fresh fruit, dried fruit, or a little honey, or blackstrap molasses. If you want the best, eat a small amount of unsulfured blackstrap molasses at the end of your meal. It will fill your sweet tooth, and it's the richest source in iron, one of the richest in calcium and B vitamins. Now, coming up, the benefits and potential dangers of vitamins. Mm. Please visit our website at hungrykidsinternational.org and consider partnering with us in our ministry to the people of Northern Coahuila in Mexico. All right, we're gonna go out for a break. We'll see you after the break.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Chiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Ninos del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras. At Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID 19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at hungrykidsinternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you.
0: You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Yeah, welcome back. Hello. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. Yes. All right. Other nutrients. Salt some say that uh, all the salt you need is in the food, but that may or may not be true. The best way is to put no salt in while you're cooking and then add a slight amount of salt to the food at the table. You want to pour a little into the palm of your hand and sprinkle it where you want it. This way, you'll know exactly what you're getting and you'll know whether you've had too much or not enough just by experience. Now, salt is essential. Without it, your heart's not going to work, and a lot of other systems are not going to work. But too much salt is going to increase your blood pressure. It will hurt your kidneys and just cause many other problems in the body. Mm-hmm. It is, salt is dehydrating, and so you do want to be careful how you use it. Now, the type of salt that you want to use is important. The regular store-bought, free-flowing salt has aluminum in it. If
2: Aluminum's you, not
1: good? Aluminum is not good. No. It, it is associated with Alzheimer's, mm, okay. among, among other things. Of course, mm-hmm. that does have its implications with uh, the deodorants, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Be careful. If you cannot do better, buy iodized iodized salt at the store. Um, The the text recommends never non-iodized, but it depends on what your purposes are. Um, If you are supplementing with with kelp or seaweed, then you can get your iodine that way. Uh, But, In most American diets, iodine is very hard to come by. But uh, you do want to buy the non-free flowing salt or just sea salt if you can. Now sea salt does have iodine in it. Now, the even best is to use a dulse or a kelp. Now dulse is a kind of seaweed and it tastes a lot like fish, much like kelp does. Yes, so. it does.
2: Don't put it on your salad. It <laughs> doesn't turn out too well. Well that's a matter of taste. Oh well it okay, it didn't turn out too well for me.
1: nonetheless <laughs> if you if it's nasty, then you put it in a <laughs> capsule you know do, do what you got to do.
2: No, you do need it. It is good for you.
1: Now, Nova Scotia adults comes from Western Canada. By checking around, you can locate a good food source. It's an outstanding source of trace minerals, including iodine, as well as as common salt, sodium. Eat only enough to satisfy your salt intake needs, and you will have supplied your iodine and trace mineral requirements as well. Norwegian kelp is an alternate. California kelp is not recommended. It's too dirty. Okay. Certain kitchen herbs are also helpful. And when used in small amounts, they can be used to flavor foods. Still be useful to the body. This would include sage, dill, garlic powder, um, dried parsley, thyme, fennel seed, celery seed, oregano, marjoram, some are savory: basil, rosemary, and ginger. Some of these, such as uh, celery seed, oregano, um, basil, rosemary, ginger, are also medicinal. Well, fennel is medicinal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Parsley diuretic. And so, for the most part, you'll find that this, these the seasonings also have the beneficial medicinal uses. Then uh, cayenne, also very useful, but too much of it can lead to a pleurisy that is bruising of the uh, the lung linings of the lungs. Now, would that include, you say
2: cayenne, does that only mean cayenne, or is that other peppers as well, such as
1: jalapeno peppers? It's directed at the cayenne because it has such a high capsicum content, but even the... Uh, the peppers that have less capsicum in them, uh, like, uh, like the jalapeno, also can do that. But they they will also upset the stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay, now to the vitamins and minerals. So here's there's a brief introduction to the principles concerning vitamins and minerals. Always take a full vitamin mineral supplement with every main meal. Uh, some people say you don't have to. It depends. If it's working for you, fine. Our great-grandparents didn't need to because the food that they ate was so much richer, uh, mm-hmm. so much better. But if our great-grandparents just suddenly sat down to a table with us, they'd start starving. Yeah, they and would. certainly have uh, vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies. they'd notice it very quickly, but you want to get your vitamins supplements from a a good source that's supplying you with a new stock and not out-of-date stuff that's been kept in the attic for a long time, and so vitamin A unless you're ill and need it right away, use a keratin source and not directly vitamin A because it is oil soluble over a period of time, you can get too much vitamin A, and that will start weakening your body and damaging the liver.
2: What would a carotene source be? Like uh, carrots? Yeah,
1: vegetables. Vegetables, okay. And fruits. There are okay. some fruits. The colored vegetables have the carotene in them. So the brightly colored ones would be... Brightly colored. Okay. Really good stuff. Okay. Now, vitamin B complex, the complete B complex contains a dozen or so different related vitamins. Make sure you're getting them all in your supplements. You need the whole team. These are water-soluble, so you can never get too much of them. Now, uh, I'm sure there are people who are trying, and of course the kidneys may be carrying a load trying to get them out, but... uh, Uh, don't try to hurt yourself with the B vitamins. Just don't worry about uh, taking a supplement being too much. Now, vitamin C, ascorbic acid, by itself is not as useful as many would believe. So you'd want to take a total C formula, which also contains the bioflavonoids, which would be called vitamin P. Mm. You'll pay a little bit more, but it's worth it. It is also water soluble. So, you can't take too much of it. If you do oversaturate on C, the excess will be excreted through the bowel as a brief diarrhea. Uh, this will tell you that just then you've taken a little bit more than the body needs. And that's what it means, what bowel tolerance means for vitamin C. However, there is another uh, side or aspect to the vitamin C. That is that your body needs different amounts of it at different times and different individuals have different needs. And so you will want to learn to learn signals in your body. Uh, 200 milligrams of vitamin C is plenty to avoid scurvy. But uh, higher levels of vitamin C can definitely help you when uh, you have heart problems or circulation problems. So that's another topic we'll want to go on to later. Okay. Now, vitamin D. Do not take animal or fish liver oil. You can damage your heart muscle. Instead, go out into the sun every so often and you will get enough vitamin D. Now, it is oil-soluble, so it is stored in the body it takes a while to uh, bleach it out now your uh, your sun sun is good for you but depending on what diet you're eating it can be dangerous and so the best sun you can get is in the morning and then the next best is in the evening after the heat of the day when the intensity of the sun is, is gone down. So um, You'll want enough exposure so that there is UV light going through your body. It is very helpful for you. Vitamin E. Now, you do want to use the tocopherol, not the tocopherol. The, uh, the tocopherols are synthetic and they are worthless. Um most people can get away with much more than the 200 or 400 IU's. Uh, but if you have congestive heart failure, you do want to keep it low, about 200 IU's of vitamin E, cuz for whatever reason the vitamin E makes congestive heart failure worse.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Vitamin F. This is the essential fatty acids and you will find a good supply in flaxseed oil and wheat germ oil, as mentioned earlier. Most of the important minerals, or the most important minerals, excuse me, are calcium, potassium, magnesium, iodine, zinc, selenium and manganese. But avoid phosphorus. Your body always gets all the phosphorus that it needs in your food. And you don't want too much of it because it locks with calcium and causes your bones to be weak. Most people do need a calcium supplement, especially if you're eating grains or bread, uh, or meat, or cheese. most
2: anything else?
1: Yeah, I do recommend about a quarter teaspoon, uh, two times a day. And take it with magnesium, about half the magnesium in addition... to the calcium. And then be careful about the iron supplements. You want organic iron, such as blackstrap molasses. Now, the nail, the, you know, nail iron is iron, but then again, the body has to be able to use it. <laughs> you don't want other stuff in with it. No. And then the capsules that the supplements come from. Um, most commercial capsules are made uh, from animals and they come from a slaughterhouse, of course. But generally, it's pigs that they're Ew. made out of. And so if you're eating kosher, stay away from that. There are vegetarian capsules and those are available and they are; those are much better for you, even yeah. though they cost a little bit more.
2: Yeah, you know, not that much more, and it is worth it.
1: Yeah, um, if you do want to buy bulk supplements, that's good. You can either take them as powders, or you can make capsules or make them into capsules yourself. There are capsule machines that are readily available on the market, and but vegetarian capsules are good for you.
2: Mm-hmm. They are.
1: So alright, uh, we appreciate you visiting the website, hungrykidsinternational.org and please consider partnering with, with us in the ministry to the people of northern Coahuila, Mexico. Now we do a benevolence ministry and a medical ministry in Mexico where are, we're targeting people that are not able to help themselves. and. There are many people who are benefiting from that ministry. And so we would appreciate your help. Well, we're going to summarize in the next segment coming up. But until then, we're ready for a break, and we'll see you after that.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico, These include Ninos del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at hungrykidsinternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you.
0: Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you sometimes feel like being healthy and living pain-free is beyond your reach? If you are plagued by poor health and worried that you'll have to live with it for the rest of your life, we have good news for you. There is hope, and it starts right here, right now. Join host Stephanie Parrish for the Vitality Health Show. You'll learn about alternative therapies and natural solutions that really work. Reclaim your good health and your quality of life. Listen to the Vitality Health Show every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, this is the final segment.
1: uh, Cindy reminded me that there is more to the vitamin D story, and that is there is an easy way... For you to be able to tell when you've got too much vitamin d is one of the first things that you notice is that your blood pressure starts going up it's not a good indicator if you already have good have high blood pressure but uh, you, you would want to know that what's happening is that the body is hoarding calcium not just in the bones but also in your arteries and so just especially the uh, the systolic uh, pressure, that's the high number, is going to go up. And so when you start noticing that, just back away from the vitamin D and start looking for other things such as high salt or uh, a uh, diet that's rich in fats as uh, problems in the diet. Okay, now let's go to the summary. That is that uh, fresh raw fruits Uh, you may wish to make some fresh raw fruit juice and i do recommend it i do that every day Uh, my recipe is a little different from most but uh, what you would want to consider is that you want to make fruits fruit juice separate from vegetable juice and drink them at different times. They are digested in different ways by the body, and they do require different environments in the stomach to digest, even though they're juices. So there are some exceptions, such as apple and carrot, which do go together, and in some cases, beets do as well. But the the vegetable leaves and the celeries, mm, I wouldn't do it so a lot of
2: the recipes have kale and then they have fruit you don't recommend that
1: no ultimately it's going to do more uh, harm or mischief to the body than it does help okay so if you're if you're wanting taste that's one thing but if you're if you're going after taking care of your body then you do have to consider it okay all right now fresh raw vegetables and possibly some moderately cooked vegetables prepared in a small amount of water will do you well. You want to use all that water in the meal. The fresh raw vegetable juices made from carrots, beets, and possibly some celery. This drink is outstanding. Then there's a green drink, which would be pineapple juice and greens, and that is another exception that does work. It's made in a blender, very good. I have used that before then pineapple
2: is very good for pain isn't it
1: yes it is and if you put uh, cucumber in there as well then it helps with energy
2: now would the cucumber and the pineapple go with the greens
1: yes they do even the
2: cucumber would go well okay the green
1: would be spinach in that case okay then uh, beets potatoes and squash are excellent foods do not peel the white potatoes Why? Because you've just said goodbye to all the potassium and most of the vitamins. Actually, eating the peel is more nutritious than eating the potato. Hmm. Again, if you're going for taste, that's one thing. If you're taking care of your body, that's another. The whole grain cereals or bread that's toasted in the oven into swybik or twice-baked bread will make the Toast much more digestible. Make sure it's whole grain. Chew the starches very well or extra well. Um, if you don't chew particularly starches well, then you're quite likely to have gas and fermentation in the stomach, indigestion. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're eating something else. So the better that you can break it down so that it passes through the, the stomach fairly quickly, the better off you'll be. Now add some supplemental fiber to your diet. And you'll be thankful later that you did. There are two kinds of fiber: the one is soluble and the other is insoluble. And so you need some need both. Now, oat fiber is really good it is both soluble and insoluble the inulin which comes from well, dandelion uh, for instance is also very good for you it lowers okay. blood pressure binds up cholesterol it's just really good for you uh, the psyllium is a good insoluble fiber you need some of it but not too much if you get too much then it will get stuck in the colon just form toxic balls and they'll cause you a lot of problems later so be sure and drink a lot of water with your fiber yeah be sure to drink water now a few fresh nuts and seeds chewed extra well are good nuts and seeds that are not chewed well will form chunks that the digestive system has a hard time with but the bacteria especially in the colon really like that Mm. so that causes another problem now the nuts and seeds are a good protein source and so are beans beans are good but they do have a lot of lectin in them and so they can cause digestive problems all right now A good uh, vitamin mineral supplement is is necessary, vitamin E capsules if you don't have congestive heart failure, calcium supplement plus other nutrients is as needed. Each person has their own special needs. Eat some kelp or dulse daily for iodine or trace minerals and You'd do well to use it instead of salt, but I still do recommend sea salt. Now drink pure water and only between meals. You should, or Then should you use milk or eggs? Well, <laughs> each one will have to decide for himself. Both are known to be frequently contaminated with d- disease germs, and but they also have some blood building properties and you have to decide which is more valuable to you. It is well known that more people are allergic to cow's milk and wheat than anything else. But you can drink goat's milk, right? Yeah. Now, don't eat very much and be relaxed and thankful Chew your foods well. we would ask you to visit our website, hungrykidsinternational.org, and consider partnering with us in our ministry to the peoples of northern Mexico. And we do want to thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And uh, next week, we'll come back with another episode. So, look forward to being with you again. Thank you. God bless you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Recover and Thrive. Please join Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.